going to try to stay on topic then. Okay. <laughs> you can do it. That's hard okay. for me. <laughs> it's hard for all of us. Let's be fair. <laughs> Heck yeah. So I guess uh, let me get my little timer up <laughs> so I can get this all good. And all right, if you're ready, I'm going to do the countdown. All right. I think I'm ready. ready. Awesome. Five, four, three, two, and one. Hello, world. Here's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Hello, Happy Hour listeners. Welcome back. And we are doing a bit of a special episode today uh, in that we are only going to talk about the draft. And we are only going to do this episode for a half hour because, unfortunately, Beth is not with us. So I'm only joined by Veronica and Ashley. Hi! And, uh, yeah, that's the name of the game. So, yeah! Oh, my God! Holy crap! Yesterday, yesterday (laughs) at 7.30, I was was sucked into NBCSN (laughs) coverage of the NHL draft. And I swear to God, I had a notepad out on the computer. With everyone, with all of the team positions, 15 through 4, and I was typing them in as they were going. I'm like, all right, that one's normal, that one's normal, that was normal. And then Carolina got picked, and I was like, oh. Oh, I know. I mean. How did that even work? Oh, my Lord. How did they automatically get the top three? I was like, what, what's happening? Okay, so unless I'm wrong, and I definitely could be because when it comes, it's, it's such <laughs> A, it's such a convoluted way they oh do it. Oh my god, it is such yeah. a crazy thing. So what I think they do is that they pick number one. Like at some point. They pick number one and they already know. So number one's done. And then they recalculate the odds best on who based on who got number one, you know, proportionally. Mm-hmm. Then they pick number two, do the same thing, then they pick number three. So what happened was that Carolina got picked for second so you know they wouldn't be in their spot you know when they're when they were doing the 15 through 4 you know what i mean oh and they and then all the other teams got bounced back okay for some reason i thought it went backwards right right no they do first second third and then however the rest of the teams fall that's it but like it's so so i mean it's like literally the old school um, lottery to win money where they like just pull balls out of the machine and so like each team apparently is assigned a series of number combinations that's correct um, yep and the lower a team finishes so the worse you are you get more combinations right so you have that's yeah. what makes you have more odds to get it to get more to move up or have a better chance to win the overall thing mm-hmm. um, and so then that's how they keep doing it they just keep drawing four balls at random to form that four number combination. And yeah, that's it's how it a, works. It's such a crazy thing when you think it's, about it. It's but, so intense. <laughs> but some math goes into all of that, and a lot of people think that the NHL draft is rigged to get like, <laughs> you know, like like for example, the Sidney Crosby lottery. For example, back in what was it, two thousand four, two thousand five? Yeah, there's just whole controversy yeah. around that one. It, it it was kind of crazy, but it was also coming off of uh the year where there was no hockey, right? Wasn't that the whole? stick with it yeah it was the year after a lockout yeah that's right so it was all that pittsburgh was terrible and of course pittsburgh ended up winning that lottery because i think it was a lottery well, where every team had a stake in it though and that was well because that's how they ended up with with milk in the year before mm. 
mm. then also getting Crosby the next year. And I think that's why everybody's like, how did you get to win this again? Right, basically. right. You know, and, and it was like there were there was I there was I remember I just I remember so vaguely people were saying, oh, yeah, Pittsburgh's probably going to get sold to another city. And for some reason, the conspiracy theorists were thinking, well, no, they want the Penguins in Pittsburgh because why would they want them to go anywhere else? And I'm like, ah, man. I'm not. Uh, that's that's pretty. That's a tough one. Cause I mean, who the hell cares about Buffalo, right? <laughs> They're Buffalo. fans. Well, okay. Yes, the <laughs> Buffalo Sabers <laughs> fans care. They Sorry. This. I, <laughs> Sorry, everybody. As much as I was hoping for the first overall for us, I am 100% happy with Buffalo getting it. I feel like they deserve it after everything they've been through. Yes. The last little while. Don't you mean that, that? Stick by them. Don't you mean Jack Eichel deserves it? Well, I mean, he's he's yeah. going to be writing the contract, right? Basically. <laughs> no, so. no, but I, I agree with I'm Ashley. Sorry. Those fans are, uh, they're so devoted. Mm-hmm. And they've been through, believe it or not, a lot worse than us. So, Oh, for sure. Oh, As much as it would have been great for us to win and we would deserve it as well. I, it's okay. Whatever. I've, I've moved past Rasmus Dalin. I will say, too, though, that, like, leading up to the lottery last night, I cared a little bit because we were involved, but I didn't really care that much because I've heard so many good things about prospects 1 through 10. I'm like, well, we're not going to be picking lower than 10. So, honestly, I'm super happy with wherever we pick. Oh, I'm 100 with that. And then the closer it got, the more I'm like, (laughs) I'm actually, like, a little bit nervous right now. It's starting, and especially when they got to, like, six. Oh. Five and then four and I'm like oh. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. I was, I was into it. Like I was saying, I was watching the Danby CSN feed and my heart was like trying to break its way through my chest. It was so crazy. <laughs> it was just like thump, thump, thump. I'm like, oh it's yeah. number five. And it's like we weren't said it and like we, you know, it, whatever yeah. team got that Ottawa fifth. at four. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know. So yeah, it was oh, Arizona, Ottawa, so then the top three. So um yeah, for people that somehow missed the draft, Habs are picking third overall with Carolina in second and Buffalo uh in first. And that is Oh, that's going to be us going into June 22nd. And as awesome as it is for the Habs to pick third overall, it's also probably the most questionable pick, too. I agree. Because if it was mm-hmm. first, definitely Darlene. Second, definitely uh, Svechnikov. Third? All right. So everyone's saying that's uh, going to be this uh, Philip Zadina, right? Mm-hmm. And that's fine. An, an elite <laughs> winger, without a doubt, right? according to what people say about prospects. And disclaimer, I do not watch these kids. I read reports on these kids, and that's pretty yeah. much it. Now, with all that being said, um, I'm going to head off the maybe we don't get Zadina. Let's go somewhere else with it. So we have the third overall pick. Perhaps we want to draft a center. And unfortunately, the next possible center is this kid named Kotka Niemi, who is slated for like 10th overall or something like that and um as i was telling uh, veronica before we got into the podcast i was listening to uh, uh grant mccagg and brian wild talk about that prospect and that's exactly what they're talking about it's like hey maybe if they don't do zadina maybe they'll go get this kaka Niemi kid and actually have like a true super center mm-hmm. <laughs> you know coming out of the draft even though he's further down <laughs> the list than the others 
And for me, I was thinking actually more of Brady Kachuk. Oh, really? At three instead of four. No kidding. What I've heard about him is, so Zadina is like your sniper skill guy. He's not like your power forward like Svechnikov. Mm -hmm. Is he like a Galchenyuk-ish? Yes. Okay. But what what was appealing to me about Kachak is that is the he was characterized by um I was listening to um Mitch Camp Mitch Campbell. Mitch Campbell. Mitch Campbell. Uh, Mitch <laughs> hey Mitch. Oh my god, they should be yeah, they should just be one name. But I was listening to them yesterday after we found out that we were in the top three and they had Shane Malloy on and he described Kachak. The way that he described Kachuk made him way more appealing to me than um, than Zadina, in that he is a pain in the ass, oh, and okay. he creates a lot of space okay. for his teammates. And he like it just made it made him sound like a Gallagher. And we all know after last season how much Gallagher can impact the team and, and the results. And it, it just made him sound a lot more appealing to me, honestly. Well, and we know how much Mark Bergevin values uh, exactly like that, especially when you look at the contract he gave Gallagher right out of his entry-level contract. Um, it's funny you say that, though, because my first thought, and this is probably completely unfair to Brady Kachuk, but the second I hear that name, I think to his older brother currently in the NHL and think that's not a character that Bergevin wants on his team. I have no idea if they have similar styles, if they're both kind of that really aggressive kind of player or not. So I'm, I'm totally basing this on rumors about his brother, not even him, which is terrible. But then I, I look at everything I've heard about that Zadina, and he just seems to have that that attitude word that got thrown out all in the postmortem. He definitely seems to have the right kind of attitude in spades from the stories we hear out of St. John. So, first of all, so I don't know. I'm basing this on almost nothing, but that's where I land on that. It's interesting you brought up that factor. And you're sounding a little far away, too. Oh, sorry. I don't know how to fix that for you. There. there now, now it's good. Okay. <laughs> How's Don't that um, Kickstarter for my new headphones going? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're working on that. Everyone can go to ashleyskickstarter.com to get her new <laughs> headphones. <laughs> but um yeah, it's it's such a it's such an interesting thing. I just pulled up uh Zadina and uh uh Kachuk's um info. So with Kachuk we're thinking, okay, he might be more of like a Gallagher archetype type of guy, but he'd be a six three Gallagher. Uh-huh. That's a tall, tall boy right there. And Zadina at a six foot right wing, um, he would be. Um, I have nothing else to say about him aside from the fact that he's from the Czech Republic, so he'd be <laughs> our replacement placanic of sorts, mm. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's that. It's gonna be such a weird thing because I was thinking like as soon as they got third, and my mother texted me too before it actually came up on the screen. She so was like, "Habs third. I was like, "What?" And then it happened. It's like, ah, there it is. It was. Um, oh, it happened so quickly. It was awful. Oh. She got some insider info, apparently. Well, she had a. <laughs> I was at a party and I was watching a stream and it was late and blah blah blah. And oh. I was like, Damn it! 
So then No, but so on TV, I don't know, well, obviously everybody was showing the same thing, but it happened so quickly they came back from commercial and it's like it was just Boom. over. Like it was like yeah. ah, ah, ah. and then like Burst Van left the room and I was just like, Ooh, what? <laughs> but um yeah. That was uh, still the top three. I think we're gonna we're gonna be in really really great shape. Mm-hmm. I thought we were in great shape even in the top seven, but this Definitely. is amazing. Yeah, very very happy and for sure. Yeah, I it just like ah, uh, we deserve it. I God totally damn it! Earned this. And I honestly, I feel validated as a <laughs> positive outlooking fan. Yeah, my celebrating all those wins impacted this. Not at all. <laughs> exactly. I can be happy about those wins all over again because we still ended up with an amazing draft position. <laughs> Every one of those wins, no matter the chances in the lottery, at all. No. Nope. <laughs> they totally. They're that much sweeter <clears throat> now. God. <laughs> but I also think, like, be, even beyond that third, third overall pick, like, we have four picks in the second round. Yeah, see... That's another aspect of this that is highly not talked about because yes. I think we get like and four so players exciting. in the in the in the first fifty. It's like, oh my god, like I okay, we're all talking about the first round right now. Who the hell's in the second round? Let me see. I have no idea how to even look that <laughs> up right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we've got yeah, like so- eight more in the top one hundred. Yeah, it's just this is going to be practically a new team that's probably going to be coming up in like the next uh, three, it's four like a years. Give or take. Possibilities. Oh my god! Yeah, it's just it's crazy. And the other aspect of it is that could the Habs with the number third pick also try to either trade up or down to number one get their top three, but also somebody else in the uh, top round if they're looking for that center. And that was something else that was like floated around. And there's a lot of well, they can do like uh, put patches and like two or three of the second round picks into a package and maybe get a first out of that. And just I was like, oh my god, so many ideas. Well, Ember's Van himself said yesterday. I mean, he never discounts any possibility, but but oh, he did sure. say, no, you know, anything is possible. But you know, that's my pin tweet. We're in a really good position to get a great player. Oh, did he? Oh no! Is actually, it? Wait, actually, oh. I'm lying. Never mind. My pin <laughs> tweets to when he got Drewen. Honestly. Oh yes, that expect was a good the one. unexpected. Exactly. That's My pin true. tweet is about John Tavares. My pin third overall. He might. Hello. Is Ashley still here? Be best for this team. What was that? Can you repeat that? <laughs> I'm sorry. Everything's going really wonky here right now. There you are. What's happening? You're coming in perfectly now. Yes, you are. Okay, good. You guys were cutting in and out too, so I definitely think it's time to invest in some. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Um, but I think, as as I was saying, I think the that's the good thing about Bergevin is he doesn't discount any possibilities. If he's going to do whatever it takes to make the team better, so whether that's trading the third overall pick or picking third overall, he's going to do it. Yes. One hundred percent. I was ta- I was thinking. Um, oh, I'm not going to go off on tangents because we only have a, a half hour. <laughs> oh, we got. Let's stay on track. <laughs> We're like halfway through right now. I think we can. We can commit to a tangent or two. Um, 
what's his the teenager the 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 teenager GM in Arizona? He was saying <laughs> something about how it is an absolute that he's keeping around. Um, is it Ekman Larson? John Chaker. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Chaker. And <clears throat> he's younger I, than me. <laughs> I told you he's like a teenager. Jesus. Um, Saying that the player had also made clear that he wants to that he wants to stay in Arizona. I'm like, really? Are, does any player really want to be on that team? So that I'm not so sure about. But I just thought, you know, it's 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 rare that you hear. I mean, it's, unless you're talking about like Carey Price, it's rare that you hear a GM speak in absolutes that way, because you can't discount any possibilities. Because with all the picks that he's got in his back pocket, you know, anything is possible. It's true. I mean, you you shouldn't discount any possibilities because who knows what someone's going to offer you, especially if they're the ones coming from a place of desperation. Yep. Then you have to be open to something. Yup. Yep. 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 I think uh, anyway. anyway. Nothing. You, you can say it. It's okay. Is, <laughs> yes, you this can. Is a, this is a safe space. <laughs> no, I just think that um, I, I actually, I don't think that considering the, the talent that he can acquire with that third pick, that that one's going to get traded away. But it is a, it does lend to a bunch of interesting possibilities, but I don't think that it's going to happen. I don't think so either. I am. I feel fairly confident that he's going to just make the pick um, because I also think that as we have previously mentioned, that makes a really nice bargaining chip for mm. any free agents happening. Some certain free agents, for sure. Um, ones that uh, the Habs may or may not be interested in this offseason. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it's going to happen. It'd be, like if, it'd be just, even bigger than the third pick, without a doubt. It would be yeah. a complete change of everything <laughs> that we could even hope for. God, I just feel like it's going to happen. I think that even more than getting the first overall pick is something that you, Ashley, Dave, and Beth, and I have earned. <laughs> I mean, we've earned, we've worked for this. We've earned Absolutely. It. It was all us in the end. It's an immediate game changer. Oh, absolutely. It's just like just oh my I god. Don't, anyway. Of course, <laughs> That's for people tangent. for people that are wondering what we're talking about, we're talking about the possibility and <laughs> nigh the necessity and the inevitability of John Tavares coming <laughs> to the Habs. Now, with that particular um process, um I'm not too keen on the underlying works of uh, how Trajan the offseason happened, but I believe that the Habs have to somehow attain the rights to Tavares to, to even talk to him. And that there's no, a certain... Not if not if they wait until July 1st. That's the thing. Like, I'm wondering if they could maybe do it before July 1st, or even what would the incentive well, be to do that? I feel like yeah. it happens sneakily. No, but don't forget that um, Stamkos, yeah. when he, like, he, he talked to all those guys before June 29th. He was wooed by Toronto openly and Montreal, and I'm not sure who else, but 
he had permission to talk to the, and it was not a secret. Right, because he got stalked by 25 Stanley or whatever it was. Mm. <laughs> no, no. So, so there is, there, I, there's got to be some kind of um, um, concession in the, whatever it is, the agreement that they have that, um, that they're allowed, allowed to talk to teams because he did talk to teams and that was not a no-no. <laughs> so this could happen with Tavares as well and likely will. That makes sense that there can be those conversations, just nothing officially. Oh, yeah. Like show him around the city, mm. you know. It's as if he talk- doesn't know his way around anyway. Jeez. <laughs> and, you know, talk to Carrie and, and Shay and, yeah, no, so there, that that is all allowed. I'm not sure when, but it it should be allowed. He They don't have to get his rights. Hmm. Okay. That's pretty cool. Do I make sense? You, you are one of the clearest people I've <laughs> had the pleasure of speaking to in my life. So it was perfectly, perfectly clear and understandable. Oh, that, that's nice. Nobody has ever said that to me before. <laughs> I'm really good at breaking um, down new sentences. Like there was one from last <laughs> night I said, and oh, wait, maybe. No, nah, that's not appropriate. Oh. Sorry, I was at a party with some of the hockey boys <laughs> last night, and it was quite a piece of work. Uh, if people haven't noticed, I have something lodged in my throat still that I can't get out. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things. But yeah. I think you could have gotten away without telling anybody that. Well, I had to explain. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm drinking so a Coke right now to fix back that. Back to the draft, yes. <laughs> This this isn't necessarily just Habs related, but kind of back to what you were saying, Veronica, about how it was just kind of like, here's the logo and it's over. Here's the logo and it's over. Like, yeah, I feel like they tried with the pageantry by stretching it out for an insufferably long period of oh. time between the fourth and the third pick. Oh. But put a little bit more pageantry into the actual showing. Like, why can't mascots go instead of GMs? As much as I enjoy looking at Mark Bergevin, oh, I would have shit. enjoyed Yuppie's presence as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I prefer Bruce Van. <laughs> Fair. Fair. But yeah, like, I don't know. It's just, it's so dry, and they try to make it so exciting, and it's just, Bill Daly is no Vanna White. Is is no. tacky too cruel a word? Like, I don't even think it, it qualifies as tacky. That's the thing. It's just <laughs> boring. Like, it's bland. really exciting, and it's bland. Yeah. It's bland. And it's a tough I did thing. get a lot of enjoyment, though. Sorry. Oh, no, please um, go ahead. <laughs> about at looking at the GMs that were selected, like, first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> looking at their faces. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I did get a lot of enjoyment out of that. And Mark Bergevin's little smile. <laughs> like, for those first two periods of that game, I'm telling you, there was so much. He knows. He knows he's got Dalene. It was so like, oh, it was so deflating when he when it was like, Habs logo out of there, you know. Yeah, and then that was it. So, then we could stop caring, but then we could I know. care even more. <laughs> <laughs> and now um, I'm. It's interesting because I'm I'm completely totally over Rasmus Dalene, like entirely. And in fact, when he was interviewed before the the show, oh. he was he, he said. Um, they they were talking to him about, you know, who in the NHL do you sort of model yourself after or who's your favorite player or something like that. And he said Eric Carlson. 
And I was expecting him to say Shea Weber, and honestly, it felt like bad juju for me. Oh, no. It It felt like really bad juju. And at that moment, Veronica knew (laughs) that the Habs would not pick him. It was not meant for Montreal. (laughs) So I chose instead to to pick up on something else that he said when they – like he was – he's just like your super serious, perfect hockey, you know, player. And also – English second yeah. language as well. Totally. Poor guy. But, uh, I felt so bad when I saw him on the screen. I was like, oh, no, he has to say stuff. <laughs> questions they ask him, like, what are you doing this summer? What I know. What do you think he's doing this summer? Anyway, but I loved his answer dumb. because he didn't even think twice. It's like, no, he's he's like, working. Uh, he's working, working. Good for him. Anyway, have fun in Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. Going to have a lot of anyway. great line mates in Buffalo. I was about to say something super snarky. I shouldn't say it. Today. Oh, why oh, not? It's, it's a me, special no. episode. <laughs> no, we after, have listeners. After he said that he would like to emulate his game after Eric Carlson, <laughs> I had the same thought. Ron Hunt's like, we don't want any of those puck moving defensemen <laughs> here. <laughs> I thought, no, I can't even tweet that. That's not good. <laughs> it's like, sorry, Matei. You got to go, buddy. It's out. Bam. <laughs> See you later, kid. The one thing that I did feel was um, important enough to tweet, though, during the draft lottery was when they were showing Mark Bridgman standing between the other two GMs. um, And he, like, couldn't put his arms straight down because (laughs) his muscles were bulging too much in his suit jacket. All I could picture was the kid from A Christmas Story. Yes. I can't put my arms down. You know, and at the same time, I was thinking to myself, like, oh, my God, those GMs have probably never felt safer in their lives (laughs) until this very moment. (laughs) Love you, Burst Van. Keep working out, buddy. We're going going to need another defensive person at some point. He's ready to step in when he did. He probably is. That guy's stacked. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'll never forget your your comment in our very first episode about how he has to be careful when he opens a car door. <laughs> Absolutely. The visual is like, it's perfect. <laughs> Whoops, that came off. <laughs> Dave. Too funny. Yes, what? Oh, okay. Are you trying to get that thing out of your throat? I'm, <laughs> I'm trying. like we lost you. Well, I'm trying a lot of different home mem... Melody um, remedies. Um, remedies. Melodies. Yes, remedies. Melodies. Just some home melodies. <laughs> and I think I actually worked. Oh yay! I believe so because now I can, I feel like I'm breathing. I haven't hiccuped in like over forty five minutes. Amazing. And that is a well thing. It was so weird to go off on another tangent. I went to bed this morning, uh, hiccuping, and that's like the worst thing to do, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh, I feel so good in my bed. And then all of a sudden it's like, and bam, oh, I'm back up awake. And this morning, like I was laying still and I was wondering to myself, is it over? And then I like, I turned, I rolled over and I started hiccuping again. I'm like, ah, damn it, it's still there. But now I think it's gone. So if anybody that was worried about me, like you two, thank I you. I was really concerned. Well, the concern You're is better. appreciated and I am better now. So thank you. I couldn't have done it without your support. <laughs> we're happy for you, Dave. We're really happy for yeah, you. Yeah, we're Thank really, you. really happy for you. You deserve this. Um, <laughs> yeah, as much as we deserve that third pick. Um, Can I yeah. also just say someone else who's deserving? We do have um, time left, too, so yes. 
it's really quick too. Um, the poor, poor social media team for the Montreal Canadiens. Oh, oh have they been on point lately? They were awesome last night, and I wanted to give them a little bit of a shout-out because they were so good. Oh, yeah. Um, and I just can't even imagine the garbage they put up with, so I'm, I'm happy for them. They're they're also deserving of good things happening. Absolutely. And they have. They've totally upped their game, and I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ever since um, I've, I've noticed it, because usually Hab's Twitter, you know, the official account, it's very facts New articles, yeah. stuff. Not right. a lot of the, not a lot of the the glitz and no glamour of other places. Like no. they're not the L.A. Kings of. <laughs> they're great. Twitter. And the, the Kings they're not, Twitter they're is not great. Jokers. No. No, they are not jokers. But it's hard to do, right? Because you have to put out sort of very... identical tweets in English mm-hmm. and French. Yeah. So, so therein lies the challenge. Yeah, and actually, that's a really good point because I'm trying to think of um other, oh, teams that have to worry about that, like. I think the Senators probably is the only other team that does French and English tweets. I can't do imagine. Do they? I don't even know if they do. I believe that they do. I don't even follow them. I, I try. I think I blocked them. I have a friend yeah. who <laughs> loves the Senators. I was with him last night, and. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Really- okay, oh, sorry. I, I don't actually have them blocked. I just went to look. They do some. It's like every fifth tweet is also in French. That's kind of weird. No. <laughs> Maybe if they were more consistent. Mm. Oh, I'm not even going to finish that sentence because it, it already finished itself. <laughs> oh, my my next favorite part about last night while yeah. we're talking about Ottawa, um, Ottawa choosing four, but when Edmonton and oh. <laughs> when Edmonton went by oh. and who else went by? Um, I'm drawing a blank. Edmonton went by, and somebody else. I was just like, yes! <laughs> For me, it was, was um, Edmonton and, and the Islanders. When Islanders got those oh, two back-to-back, I was like, that is oh, very big. thank God. That was so big. Thank God. Now I'm trying to remember who it was, but yeah, it was what... two that went that went past, but when Edmonton got, like, what are they, what are they picking? Seventh or tenth or something like that? Oh, and Vancouver. Vancouver oh, was the other that was it. Yeah, that was the other thing, too. <laughs> and I have thoughts about Vancouver because of a certain co-worker that, like, stops by my cube every once in a while. I was like, hey, let's talk about them Canucks. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I mean, I guess. What about them Canucks? Oh, man, that's Bo Horvat. I'm like, oh, yeah, Bo Horvat. Great player. <laughs> so, okay. You know. Um, so as somebody who lives in Vancouver, well, I live just oh, outside, yeah. but I work in Vancouver. Um, there was this one guy who is, he's a really big hockey fan and follows like, you know, the entire NHL. So was able to speak really knowledgeably with me about, um, Montreal. And he had to, he moved to Germany recently. And when he left, you know, he went around to everybody's desk to say goodbye. And he's like, I'm really going to miss talking about hockey with you. And I'm like, well, you can follow me on Twitter or on my podcast. And everybody was like, oh, wow. (laughs) You can still follow me. (laughs) And it just came right out. I wasn't even trying to be cute. Oh, but it was cute anyway, wasn't it? You're just naturally cute. <laughs> wow. 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 Good morning. But yeah. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Say something sassy and then go, good morning. 
Have a great one. Boom. That's all you got to do. And you're that's, absolved that's your brand. of all I know. Do. Yeah. It works really well. Sass with a smile. <laughs> with some people. Some people. Yeah. Other people get the hammer. Other people get really, yeah. Yeah. They get really weird. I think that about does our half hour. I think we're done now. <gasps> I knew it would go by fast. This is so weird. I mean, I blame <laughs> Beth, essentially, but... Oh, poor little Beth. Yeah. And me. It's partly my fault. A Sorry, guys. Bit, but our special draft lottery edition episode is complete. Successful. So now everybody knows everything that they need to know about the Habs picking third. <laughs> and everything important. Everything. Everything important. <laughs> and um, let's see. I will conclude in just saying that we will probably have another episode at our usual time on this Thursday. Mm-hmm. And we will talk about all of the other news that happened in the past week with some movement in the coaching staff. and My psychic powers at work again. Exactly. A 100%. And I want to say some player news as well. And I have some notes on that. And uh, yeah, so we'll be kind of recapping almost two-ish weeks of news mm-hmm. on Thursday. So yeah, we'll do that. And of course, we'll talk even more about the draft on Thursday once Beth can start freaking out with the rest of us and uh, we look forward to <laughs> and that and even possibly who knows more news to develop between exactly. now and then exactly because <laughs> we know that Bergevin he's the man with the Berger plan and it's gonna be right? great <laughs> and we will expect the unexpected <gasps> yes gestures to Drew in mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> alright that's it for us thank you everyone for listening bye have a great Sunday. I'm going to see you in New York again. Woohoo! I can't wait for that. So much fun. So much fun.